when I was a kid, I was on vacation with my family and uh, we were in a big square and there was a mime over on the side putting his makeup on. And so I went over and started miming him putting his makeup on. <laughs> he likes that. He thought that that's the most Julia. That's hilarious. Did you just bond for a moment? Too? Yeah. And he, yeah, he was very happy. And he was like, I get you, kid. I see you. I see <laughs> like, you here. Yes, little weirdo. I love you. Horror Movie Survival Guide is a weekly podcast where I, Gorehound Julia Marchesi, delves into my horror movie notebook to corrupt another one of my longtime chums, Terry Gamble, who is hiding in the creepy horror closet. My mission is to learn the gospel of horror movie survival and to incorporate Julia's wealth of wisdom to become a final girl disciple. Join us as we take a deep dive into everything from OG horror to newly released films, but preferably classics on VHS. We'll talk about obscure details that no one else notices. Spin off into alternate casting universes, crush on some dodgy, foxy fellows, and creepy uncles, and arm ourselves with the knowledge necessary to become the the final girl. Hey, uh, hi, uh, Disco Citizens. It's uh, Julia here on Horror Movies of a Guide. Yo, I didn't come uh, mm. It's right. It's Terry here, too. It's okay. It's okay. We're both here at Horror Movies of a Guide hanging out. Dude, it's it been be a week. professional, dude. You know, we I are wanted... so professional. We've done over 250 episodes, Julia. Wow. You know, and some weeks our mouths work really great, and some weeks they don't, and sometimes yeah. we're tired. But yeah. you know, it's real. We've been, you know, living this life, and we are here because. You could also be tongue-tied because this movie's freaking uh, terrifying. It is. We are talking about 2016's Terrifier. Title of this episode is I Wished I Was Dead. This movie is written and directed by Damon Leone uh, and takes place on Halloween. So, you know, as, as last week we did House of a Thousand Corpses, also took place in Halloween. You kind of win my heart automatically when that happens. Uh, this is part, this is the last film in our clown round. Terry has a fear of clowns and is overcoming them. Uh, you've you've three down, one to go, Terry. This movie almost broke me. Wow, uh, this is no, it's it's pretty bad. Um, but I made it, y'all. Yes. I watched the whole thing. I mean, I did keep the lights on. I did have to watch some comedy after to go to bed. Mm-hmm. Um, but we made it. So I am very proud of myself. I'm proud of you because I know you have not seen this one either. No, I have not. This poster is the one that haunts my dreams. I also really love, because I love like the show Dragula. Yes, Boulay Brothers, shout out to you all. I love you guys so much. <laughs> if you ever listen to this, you know, dreams could happen. I would love to, I would love to interview you guys. But like um, Dali, who's the, the winner of this last season, is like very, I think, inspired by this type of clown. And like okay. their drag was very much like this kind of style. And so I... Um, wanted to like find out more that was partly my impetus i think underneath the clown round a little bit i'm revealing finally now that dragula made me want to look more at creepy clowns so good job dragula um just because there were so many fun inspired looks and dolly was so cool and i just was like i could see the inspiration you know in their pieces but now watching this film i was like yep 100 percent see like the inspiration for some of the stage performances that they did. Right. And this is all I knew about this movie was the clown. I'd seen I'd seen the clown image. And I have to say, for creepy clowns, it might be it's like top five design. Like really, really scary. And I believe that Damon Leon, who wrote Darkness, also designed the clown, which is like really all you need for this movie. Like you just get this one design and you go like, yep, there you go. That's it. Go forward. Make a movie. It's so effective because it's it's also giving you like classic clown. Like I've 
I've had a fear of clowns for a long time and I, I've, I've actually done like clown workshops and been a clown. I've done some stuff to try to like, you know, so I'm not as like frightened by it anymore. But, um, you know, looking at classic clowns, they tend to have this, you know, background in like drunken fools and like these scary things. And they were they were really scary to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it really honors the beginning of clowns in this film of, you know, the kind of mime culture, because this clown does not utter one word in this movie, y'all. So we're getting all the dialogue is coming from the scared people that encounter this clown. Um, so art how, clown. How, how do you feel about mimes? I'm not like the biggest fan of mimes. I'm not like anti-mime either because like I I think communication is integral. I love sign language. I've been taking that this last year, which has been super mm. fun. So I think um, anytime you're able to communicate without words, you know, and in, 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 a, in a universal way, I think is really mm-hmm. important. Um, our, my, our, our, one of our best friends, Joe, you know, has worked in the circus for many years. Mm-hmm. Um, I've actually auditioned for Cirque du Soleil wow. as a clown. So this is how far I've like, I've swung in the pendulum of like being very afraid and then trying to like mm-hmm. be one and working and like working through that. Um, and, uh, you know, um, do you find mine scary though? It depends on the mime. Like, I mean, right. like, it depends, I guess, on, like, kind of their shtick, right? Mm-hmm. Like, some mimes are yeah. very positive and fun. And you're like, oh, that's cute and quirky and, like, this is delightful. And, like, you know. But if they are, I feel like, a bully. Like, I feel like sometimes in, in film, they've been used as a device to be, like, bullies in a scene or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and making fun of people. Right. Because um, they take, you know, someone's movement or mannerisms and, yeah. like, you know, take the piss at them. I, I, I think that's, you know, can be fun and kind of, but also can be insulting, too. When I was a kid, I was on vacation with my family and uh, we were in a big square and there was a mime over on the side putting his makeup on. And so I went over and started miming him putting his makeup on. <laughs> he liked that. He thought that that's the funny. most Julia. That's hilarious. Did you just bond for a moment? Too? Yeah. And he, yeah, he was very happy. And he was like, I get you, kid. I see you. I see <laughs> like, you here. Yes, little weirdo. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> so this is we open on a television show. This is the one year sole survivor of the Miles County Massacre. Uh, we we and we see a woman with her face has been destroyed. It reminds me of the lady that was on Oprah who had the monkey like eat her face. Yes, mm-hmm. the lady with no face. Yeah, very much mm-hmm. that vibe. And I was like, well, I was taken right back. Yes, to, like her wearing the little veil and the like big hat and stuff, and just that moment. Yes. Yeah, so she she says she woke up like that and she wished she was dead. Uh, and she was talking about uh, Art Arts the clown was was the perpetrator of said crimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we have this uh, dress and prep montage of getting ready through the credit sequence of Art the clown going out getting ready for Halloween carnage. An actor uh, prepares. Yes, a I clown prepares. Uh-huh. <laughs> I appreciate a dress and prep montage. And you go, okay, we're getting ready. We see what's happening. And it looks like I was like at this montage too with the little hat, you know, and the little little touches. I was like, oh, he's mm-hmm. got a cute little hat. Of course he does. Terrifying. Um, but it was also giving me toolbox murders vibe. Like as he's yeah. like going through the tools and stuff that he's mm-hmm. got. I was like, oh, these are all the implements of torture. I shall mm-hmm. see all of these later. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, You see him, you know, putting like little pieces of tacks and little pieces of metal like onto like wooden boards and things. I was like, oh, that's going to be awful. The one that got me, which we, we see later in the film, but they tease it with you in the very beginning, is like a whip made out of somebody's braid that has scissors and scalpels on the end of it. And I was like, I very creative, incredibly creepy that you would cut off the braid of one of your victims and then use it as a weapon on another victim. 
I hadn't thought about that before. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that creeps me out. <laughs> it's terrifying. It's super terrifying. Uh, so the TV, the TV host, we see her in her dressing room. She's this is post show, and she's talking. You know, she's very kind to the woman on camera, and now is saying how she really feels and how you know she would rather die than wake up with a face like that. Uh, but our our lady, our our, our mystery lady, because we they have never said her name. They said she was the sole survivor, but we don't know who she is. Ends up killing her, gouging her eyes out uh, really terribly, and then started hysterically laugh. So She makes her look almost exactly like she does, though, yes, too. She's like, she yeah. Does. She's like, you're going to make fun of this face? Uh, you have this face now, too. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Here you go. And I, this, this sets the tone right now. I mean, already you have this, you know, this woman with her face gone, which is a very shocking image, but then you get to this, and I was like, oh, oh, this is how far this movie will go, because the gore already, five. From this first scene, I was like, yeah, five. I mean, literally, a woman's face is off, like peeled off and eyes gouged out. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, okay. So, uh, I even literally wrote the five, I think, on this, like before I started the movie, because I knew as soon as you the credits, it. like, <laughs> as soon as I saw this, I was like, oh, this is a five. I was like, I can tell, I can already tell from just the poster. And I literally just wrote five on the on our rating section. Okay. I knew it was going to be, sorry, I'm giving you spoiler kids. This is a full five from the very beginning. <laughs> um, so, we're, we're going to go, we'll go over them again at the end, like we always do. But just so you guys know, that's what we're in for. It's going to be gory, gory, gory details today mm-hmm. um so we see these two very sweet girls it's halloween night you know one's dressed as a sexy skeleton and one's dressed as a sexy scarecrow and so mm-hmm. they're walking home um or walking to their car rather after being at a party they're clearly intoxicated of course the one who's the most intoxicated is the one who has the keys to the car mm-hmm. Ugh, and they need to sober up before driving though so they decide to go to this pizza joint across the street um to get some pizza as you do so uh, but, t- this is this is Tara and Dawn, and they had Dawn. Tara had seen the clown in the alley, uh, so that's part of the reason as well that they were going to go get some food because they're like, oh nope, creepy dude right there. And Dawn is so drunk and so uh, vapid that she's just she thinks it's funny, like it's like the fact it's Halloween. You're going to hate to say white girl wasted, but she white girl wasted. Like she's just like, oh my god, like I'm so cute, and she's like Instagramming the whole time, and like mm-hmm. she's that girl. You're just mm-hmm. like, oh girl. You are not aware of your surroundings or who you are pissing off. Mm-hmm. You are completely unsafe and at will of the world and think that everyone is going to take care of you. And you are seriously mistaken in this moment, my homegirl. Yeah. It is not going to go well for you. But, but she looks good in her scarecrow costume and that's all hot. she cares about. But I mean, shout out to Catherine Cor- Corcoran for really giving this like a fun performance, which needs a slight bit of levity in the beginning of this. Because we have Jenna Cannell who plays uh, Tara, who is already given final girl vibes right is already like no she's sitting she's looking at the situation she's seeing there she's trouble. checking around her shoulder she's looking back she's checking mm-hmm. her the surroundings she's the one who sobered up real quickly because that guy really that face terrified her mm-hmm. like as it should the terrifier it was very very scary yeah um and she can see because she's less intoxicated than dawn she can see more clearly that he's probably doesn't have the best intentions and doesn't look like a safe clown. Looks like he's up to some Halloween shenanigans at least at the very least. And he also has like a very mysterious garbage bag. I would like to see art. The clown have a slightly better bag. I feel like that. I feel like that like a garbage bag gives you like dead body parts inside vibes, which I dig, but I feel like he could have a cool clown bag. I would prefer that. I think. I'm okay with his garbage bag. I'm okay with the lo-fi, low-budge, like easy to replicate, easy to make, easy to bring on set okay. um, bag because 
knowing what's inside there. Because it could just be like, oh, it's just trash. It's like, no, it's literally the implements of torture. I am surprised that the bag holds up that well, considering what's inside. And then I feel like all the things would, yeah, I feel like all the things would rip. So it does feel like a little bit of illusion with that. So I guess I feel like he's got like a couple of layers of bags, though. I feel like it's not just like a one bag situation. Oh, yeah, that's definitely like three or four bags. So he probably needs it to like carry body parts and carry things as he like rips people up. Of course. So uh, he gets a little, he sits in the, comes in the restaurant with them and is just kind of staring at Dawn and starts to give her little mimey clown shtick that He's you know sharing sh- more at Tara and Don yeah. just decides to take over though and it's like oh I'm gonna go just go get a pick with him like he's not gonna care and has the audacity the mother freaking audacity to sit on the man's lap and take a picture with him like it's nothing without really asking him oh god the entitlement in that moment oh, upsetting of course it, it, you know we as an audience was like oh she's gonna get punished so hard for that uh, you know, and 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 he he buys Tara a gumball ring and puts it on her ring finger, uh, which is kind of creepy. And then he gets kicked out uh, for something. They say that he's done something and he's kicked out immediately. Something awful in the bathroom, and they don't know what it is. But the owner of the shop uh, is just like mortified. He's just like, this is so disgusting. It's filthy. Um, oh, we have to get this bag out. Yeah. What in the world is in that bag? What you got in that bag? Yeah, and they don't know, but um, they he throws the bag out after him, and he seems to go on his way. Um, and you know, Don even jokes though. She's like, "What is he gonna do? What's he gonna do to me? Like hack me up, like to pieces? Blah ha 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 ha. Whatever." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, they Girl, so when they go, what you wish for. Yeah, you're gonna go. They're gonna go out to their car, and the tire is exploded, and now slashed. they are stuck. Yes, or uh, slashed. So- Uh, They call Tara's sister, Vicky, to come pick them up. Uh, So when we cut back to the pizza parlor and the uh, kid is trying to mop up the horror show of disgustingness in the bathroom uh, and comes out to find his boss's head carved into a jack-o'-lantern. Before it not gets a horror show in the bathroom, we got to tell what the horror show is because we haven't said it's shit. It's like feces and like, but he wrote art on the wall. So he's left his mark of art out Mm -hmm. of shit on the wall so mm-hmm. the whole bathroom looks like he like got his feces and like literally ruined a whole commode and literally all the walls too mm-hmm. it's just like the worst starbucks bathroom <laughs> you, know, like, you know but like it's just it's one of those moments where you're just like oh god this is literally my nightmare yeah. Yeah, so horrible. yes the boy comes out and sees steve's head as now there was a jack-o'-lantern on the counter and now it's a steve-o'-lantern it's really, it's creative. I hadn't thought of that kind of kill before. It looks good. It, it clearly shows what it is. I appreciate it. Uh, but then the other pizza guy is going to get terribly, horribly chopped up with knife in the face. The special effects makeup in this movie are, yes, chef's kiss. Big, big top, top drawer, really well done. Horrible, awful to look at, and yet incredibly beautiful. Yeah, the artwork is in, in, insanely good. It's so, so good. Um, and so, yeah. So- and also, I, we haven't mentioned, I mean, just uh, David Ho- Howard Thornton's performance as Art the Clown in this film is, is so, so spot on amazing. It's truly terrifying. I'll keep saying that again, but the name name fits. Um, And so, yeah, so he hacks up this this boy real good and uh, makes his way down the road. But the girls are stuck in the car waiting for Vicky. But of course, as girls do after they've had drinks and then they've had food or they didn't want to go to the bathroom in the place because they don't know what happened in there. uh, Tara got to pee. So she's like, I really, really have to go. And like, John's like, just go in the street right here. Like, Uh 
probably would have been the best move. But yes, 100%. She's like, yeah, well, yeah, you want to go to that creepy building where there's an even creepier guy outside because this janitor, like night janitor, has walked outside and he does not I mean, this look like a bad guy, but he doesn't look like the guy you probably want to ask to use the bathroom from. No. And then when, you know, and he says, of course, if, at first he can't let her in because he, and then he's, he's going to let her in. He's the exterminator who's come in to exterminate all the rats that have infested the building. And when she sees that bathroom, like, just go back out into the street, man. That back on the just grab some toilet paper and just go out to the street because that's way way nicer than where you are. It's one hundred percent. The street was way nicer. It looked like a not like a bad street. Just that building was very like old and kind of gross. It's like this old warehouse. It's uh, it gave me a session nine vibes. This building where I was like they cleared you just found an abandoned building and shot it in. We're like we just use it falling yeah. apart. Oh yeah, yeah. It's 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 a real set. It's for sure like a real like real live live building. Um, and he leaves her there to pee and, you know, he puts on like his earbuds and stuff. But, um, as Dawn's in the car, we, I love, we love a radio exposition. Mm -hmm. We're going to get some radio exposition right here. Every time we radio is playing in a horror movie, always listen Mm -hmm. because they're giving you the exposition and tips. So they're letting them know that there's a suspect on the loose. He seems to be, um, of a clown shape, uh, person. Um, and, uh, there's been some murders that have happened at the pizzeria that they were just at. Mm -hmm. Um, Dawn freaks the fuck out in the car. Um, and she thinks that Tara's hopped back in the car, but it's not Tara who's hopped back in the car. Tis our dear friend, Art the Clown. Why uh-huh. was the door not locked? I do not know. I, I don't know either. Uh, we also... Too drunk? I don't know. Uh, Tara runs into, into the building a homeless lady who has a doll that she says is her daughter, uh, which is just giving us more b- uh, fodder for body feeding later on in the movie. Uh, the clown is then in the lobby waiting for her. And so they have this long chase around a car junkyard. And then he finally finds her and starts stabbing the fuck out of her leg and starts to choke her. Uh, but she stabs him uh, and uh, distracts him and, and goes to escape. Um, yeah, Tara okay. tries to leave, but the door is padlocked now. Yes. And they are locked in the building. So the way that she came in is not the way to go out anymore because Art has set it up set up the trap and the janitor has been listening to music and is in another place and has not heard any of these screams or anything uh-uh. that's been going on downstairs. Uh, um, and this was also a problem <laughs> in, in session nine, right? Is one of the characters had headphones on and couldn't hear uh, what they So maybe if you're like in a creepy building, don't wear headphones, horror movie survivor tip. I've been saying this for years, you guys. Be careful when you're running out there. I know y'all like to walk with your headphones. Just be careful. Keep your volume down a little lower than you normally would to make sure you can hear anything that's happening around you. And also mm-hmm. so you can get some sense sensory around you, okay? Just kids, especially at night and in creepy buildings, don't yes. wear headphones. I, also, uh, another horror movie sort of like a tip is please don't run upstairs, which is never a good idea. So she, of course, runs upstairs um, and she he injects her with something to knock her out and when she wakes up she is tied to a chair with her mouth duct tape and he starts faking her out with tools like he and comes- there's a show he does a, this is his show this is the clown show i know but we're, we're getting to the show but, but yeah. he, he got the fake out tool first it's the tease yeah this is this, it's, a, it's a tool tease strip tease tool tease it's mm-hmm. all part of the show there's a curtain even every and everything mm-hmm. he comes out yeah teases with the tool and then i could reveals- be wacky with this and reveals what's behind the curtain. And what's and tell us, curtain. friends, what's behind the curtain? Do, 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 do. It's her best friend, Dawn, strung up by her feet, hung upside down with nothing on but her underwear. Tits out, hanging upside down. Gagged. Looking gagged and looking very, very uncomfortable. And, of course, terrified because the clown is now that he teased the tools. The te- tools weren't necessarily going to be for terror right away. They're going to be used on her friend Dawn right in front of her. 
Yeah, this is this is one of the grossest kills I've seen. This was Ever. really, yeah, really, really horrible. Horrible. That's a new word. Horrible. Um, <laughs> so uh, she's upside down. He takes her pan- panties off and uh, basically starts at the slit and saws all the Crotch way down. Crotch to head, top yep. to tail, yep. tail to top. Um, saws her, cuts her good in half. Um, so she's alive as like, you know, she can hear as she's, you know, experiencing the initial pain and cut till yeah. he can get to the, her head. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty gruesome and insanely brutal. Um, and enough to motivate Tara to get the fuck out of that chair mm-hmm. with her sheer will. She's able to rip out of her restraints and get the hell out of that room. Um, can I, can I just say that moment. this movie, I, 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 I didn't particularly, I haven't, I don't really particularly like Tara very much as a character. She's, she's fine. She's, you know, stand in giving me girl. very Neve Campbell. She is very Neve Campbell. And I thought that the whole time, exactly that. But, um, this, she stabs him fucking once. She stabs him once and she, she doesn't runs. double tap. And then she leaves, drops the weapon so many times. I she know. gets so many weapons. That's the thing that killed me. She had grabbed so many different implements, but she's also, I think dealing with shock and sure. her own pain that's like it. what fucks her up each time but, but like it is a lot how far that guy is going to go and that he is going to do something similar to you right that's not going to be like an easy quick death it's going to be something terrible i stab him in this fucking face a thousand times like this is this is how you survive the movie Just stab him once and run i'm like tara you, uh, you don't me. survive this movie yeah. you can't you can't you can stab him in the face all you want he gonna still come back and stab you mm. i don't think you can get away from him Right. So she she beats him with a board uh, and goads him into getting up and is calling him a motherfucker and blah, blah, blah. And he's playing like he's really hurt, but actually just has a fucking gun, which I didn't see coming. I was like, oh, just a gun. OK. <laughs> After just... all these other tools that were so easy, but it's like, oh, he likes to do the longer way if he has to. But if he needs efficiency, he also has that, too. He's got options. Yeah. He a variety of torture implements to choose from. So he shoots her in the leg and then stomach and then in the face. Face. Real bad. On the cheek. Yeah. And then and then in the in the forehead, and it's just a big explosion of gushing blood, disgustingness. If you are gore hounds out there, this movie will delight you because wow, gory as fuck. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Um, and after she'd put up such a good fight, whacking him with the wood and like really standing her ground and yeah, be like, coming at me, come at me, get up and yelling at him. I was like, why are you taunting him? Just whack him again while he's on the ground. I was yes. so mad at that part. Too. I know this was, was so frustrating her. for yeah. her. I was like, well, you are just doing, making very bad decisions right now, lady. Yeah. But I, obviously she's not thinking clearly. Um, and so we get our, our sweet little, uh, lady who's been living in the building, probably, you know, squatting, um, the homeless lady who's got the baby doll. Um, our neighbor lady and she hushes her baby as all these things are happening because she can hear the sounds of the wailing and screaming and eventually they stop yeah. and she's like "Uh oh the new neighbors uh, maybe weren't such a good idea baby to her baby doll Emily um, but uh, Vic drives the car mm-hmm. up Vic- and she's listening to the radio as well but she doesn't seem to believe the story mm-hmm. so she goes to pay this is Vicky this is Tara's sister um, this uh, her she uh Sorry, is yeah, played she... by Samantha Scafati, Scafidi, who reminded me a bunch of uh, De- Deborah Van Valkenberg, who plays Mercy in The Warriors. She had that very similar, similar vibe. Similar vibe, um, yeah. Uh, she isn't there. She texts Dawn, and the clown has Dawn's phone, so texts her to come around the back. Uh, yeah. And he also takes a selfie with Dawn's body with her phone, just to get back at her for the selfie she had gotten for 
earlier. Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, I could do that, too. I can take a selfie against your will. <laughs> oh, bad move. Anyway, um, yeah, it's pretty bad. So the woman um, is, realizes, like, what's going on and, like, tries to go get help. So she tries to go talk to the janitor. But, of course, she sounds nuck and futz. Um, and he is like, uh, I don't, I don't believe you lady, like get off me. Like, she's like very insistent. Like people are dying downstairs. Like you need to help you to call 911. But he does, he just thinks that she's, you know, um, talking crazy nonsense. And also um, like, he's just there to exterminate, man. Like, don't, don't get me into this involved in this nonsense. Don't make my job harder. And so, but the clown comes and whacks the janitor, um, and smashes his phone. Um, yeah. And knocks him out. So he's left on the stairwell. With uh, Now we've got another broken phone. So less communication again um, as Vicky makes her way in through the back. Um, uh, and Clown mm-hmm. steals the Emily doll from the homeless lady and then lures her in with it. And she gives him a big speech about, you know, doesn't he know his mother's touch? And is there any kindness in you? And will you spare her? Um, and she puts his hand on his face and, and hugs him. And he starts sucking his thumb. You're like, yeah. It's, I don't, it's, it's the most like tender ish moment where it's like, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe this, maybe she's going to get through to him. But I was like, I don't, I think this guy's too far gone, mm-hmm. but maybe some sense of kindness could be the only thing to combat like this uh, amount of rage at, at him, you know, or it's coming out of him. It's an interesting tactic, right? Cause everybody yeah. comes at him and just tries to kill him. And you're like, okay, that isn't working. Yeah. What if we flip that around and try this, this way and see if I can break through to him as a person, as a human, but you can tell already he loves playing emotions that he's not feeling right. He loves playing like he's being funny or playing like these, you know, and he, he mimics oh, them, mm-hmm. but it's all the coming from this horribly mean place. Uh, so Mike's brother who also runs the, uh, bug extermination business shows up for yeah. more, for more body count. You got to get more people going into this building. Uh, so sure. Vicky, Vicky, not very brightly is is wandering around this horrible abandoned building looking for her sister. She calls Dawn's phone, which she can hear ringing, uh, and so she finds Dawn's body and now knows she's in a house of horrors. Um, and about and she's about to leave, but she hears a scream and she she thinks it's her sister. So she goes over and finds the homeless lady flayed alive. Yeah, but also the terrifier is wearing the homeless lady's head and boobs like yeah. he scalped her and mm-hmm. put on so he is like wearing her like breast and her scalp um because he l- pretended to be Tara basically on the floor and so um she's confronted with like this very grotesque scene of these body parts inflated and this and but um the homeless woman can still yell and scream and it's just kind of awful because she's just left there um, in in pieces and him um, mincing around in this terrible way in these other it's just really well done but incredibly incredibly awful uh so the but the actually vicky's about to get it uh, but the but the boss man honking his horn saves her life and so distracts the clown and he goes to leave uh but she, the the mike for some reason i'm sorry mike's brother is like oh there's probably a key under this mat and she's just weird. Okay. Well, he was trying to help him with the job. And so he's like, he figures he's probably got his headphones into, like, I'm guessing it's the same thing. Like he's used to yeah. him, like, you know, working at night like that and like, can't hear like, cause that's mm-hmm. what happened. And so I'm guessing that's what he probably figures and, you know, doesn't think anything of it. Cause they're always going into weird, creepy buildings probably to like go exterminate things. If you got to go deal with rats and mm-hmm. vermin all the time. So he makes his way in. Which in a um, horror movie is a job we find out is not good. Is like night so if you're doing something overnight in a very creepy building, 
Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 you're taking your chances, kids. That's all we're saying. It's all we're saying. But I, but I did love the art, like, um, on the side of the building, there's a thing that says like sales and then the parts, the P and the uh, art, the parts is like mushed out. It just sales on art. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, we can a little art, the clown, little nod, nod mm-hmm. out, out there with like some of the like set, set design and little echoes out there too. So Vicky calls Don's, you know, phone again, whatever. And like she, um, oh, sorry, she already screamed and freaked out and found all this stuff happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but she tries to get out of there. Um, but she ends up again being confronted. Uh, and and um, as Mike's brother comes through, though, he sees the bloody footprints and handprints on the floor from the other people. And Emily finds Emily, the little doll, all bloody. And as he's looking at the doll, because he's not checking around him like you should be freaking a um, this clown is very good at sneaking up on people because he doesn't say a word. Mm -hmm. And so he quickly comes up behind him, stabs him in the head and decapitates him like in the quickest, most efficient fashion I've ever seen. But lots of lots of bloody, bloody, gory, blood spurty type and type of beauty going forward. Yes. And kicks the head off into the. And then he starts riding a tricycle with glee as Vicky goes out to try to escape. And he uh, gets her with a piece of plastic and it's going to be suffocating her, but she ends up ripping the plastic and stabs him in the foot with a nail uh, as he, he screams, he even screams silently. He never, there's no sound that ever comes out of him at all. Uh, And he also flips her off. So we have a a little bit of humor, but in that horrible, horrible way. Uh, Vicky also finds Tara's body, which is uh, propped up for her in a chair. And so this is when he starts starts whipping her with that whip I mentioned earlier, made from the braid and the scalpels. And it's fucking her up pretty good. Uh, but Mike, the bug man that we thought was down for the count, is back up and is there to the rescue and ends up hitting the clown. And they all escape to uh, call the police. Yeah, he clocks them and they find like the landline, of course. Thank goodness. Like, the police tell them to stay in that room and stay on the line. And he's like, fuck that. We got to get out of this place. Mm-hmm. Like this guy's on the loose. Like we yeah, knocked him out for now, but he's not going to be down for good. He's going to when he wakes up, like he's going to come and try to kill us. We got to get out of here. So he tries to go to the doors that he knows to get out of. But it's of course, we know that Art has already padlocked a bunch of the doors. So it's locked and they um, try to hobble out of there. But Vicky's real bad in a real bad way after all those like cuts have just lacerated a big amount of her body. She's also in massive amounts of shock. Um, and so um, but Mike seems to be doing great because he took a fucking axe to the face. Right. I was like, oh, he got clocked and he seems to be fine. He got clocked, but he's also not well either. He's just it's like, you're OK. You're OK. It's like that car accident moment, you know, where mm-hmm. you're like, are we OK? We're OK. Like he's still in shock, too. But the adrenaline has kicked in for him and he's right. trying to like fight or flight. He's like flight right now. He's trying to get out of there. Um, but the um, but Arch, he's not going to make it. No, because... Art comes up and just stomps his face into obliteration. Uh, really gross awesomeness. Uh, and uh, our, our Vicky is able to get the pipe, use a pipe to break off the lock to get out. This moment confused me and I couldn't really tell what was happening. It seemed to me that she got out and then went back into the building on a different door. Is that correct? That's what it looked like. I thought she did, too. I think she was, like, out in that back courtyard. I thought she was out, too, because, like, the truck was able to pull through. So I was like, if there's a truck out there, then she should just leave. Why does she go back 
crawl I back inside. I don't know this, either. This logic got me too. I was very confused at that moment as well. I didn't know if it was something like, she'll, oh, she'll throw him off the trail because then he'll think she ran away and tried to go get her or what right. the plan was. But like, you're fucking out, man. What do you, what do you, okay. So I thought I was confused and mis- had misread that moment. But if you thought the same thing, yep. I don't know. So he ends up grabbing her by the hair um, and runs her over with the truck. Yeah, uh, she, just, she thinks she gets away, but she gets knocked out and ran over good. Uh, so yeah, r- runs over really nice, and then he gets out of the car and starts to uh, lick her f- blood up and eat her face. Yeah, he's a cannibal, so mm-hmm. he starts eating her face off her uh, uh, her face off. Um, and um, the police arrive at this moment as he's eating her face, and uh, they um, so don't shoot him right away. He seems so but, surprised by the police, though. Like, oh, you're here. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't think they were going to get through, you know, mm-hmm. like he's made it good enough where he's he smashed all the other phones. So I don't think he realized that they had found a landline in there. Right. right. And so, um, yeah, so they you know have a shootout basically with the cops. But instead of um, the cops kind of shoot at him, but he actually shoots at himself at the same time because he does have a gun and he shoots himself through the head real good. So they think he's dead. Um, but I even wrote real fast. I was like, is Art really dead? I was uh, like, yeah. that guy has been like shot at, cut at. Yeah. You know, well, I mean, they say in the, very, in the very beginning scene when we have the television show that a, his body was mysteriously disappeared from the morgue. So we already kind of know that something's going to happen here. And Vicky is still alive. Uh, we cut to the coroner who's just chilling corner and uh, opens the clown's bag. I've doing this let, for 22 years, a grizzled coroner. You know, who wants a croissant with bacon. Uh, uh, so this is the part of the movie I was like okay so he when he opens uh, the clown's bag all the lights and the phone start to go and he's like hearing weird voices and it's like this very weird poltergeisty moment yeah and so what so this and then of course the clown is awake and chokes him and he's got brains hanging out the back of his skull and all that kind of stuff but it's like is he so he's not human then right is this something where he was human and now he's coming back as something more than human or he just wasn't human all along. More human than the human. I don't know. Because uh, he... he clearly, you know, shooting yourself in the in the head and taking yeah, he all should of be done. Stuff, he should be dead, right? Yeah. So I don't know if this is like a Jason Voorhees thing where you just like, or Michael Myers, where like you just don't die because pure evil or some sort of nonsense, or is he yeah. really just not human? I don't think he's human. I think he's like some sort of other entity. Like he's just pure hate right Mm -hmm. because he has like like the um like the woman had asked him like do you have any mercy is there any kindness in you and i'm like no i think he's literally the epitome of like pure evil and hate and just hate thrives as long as there's hate in the world right and so 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 as a clown how does he rank scare wise oh he's the scariest clown i've ever seen yeah 100 percent yeah. Um. Everything from like, I was like, why is his mouth bleeding the whole time? Like, it's mm-hmm. like, there's always like blood in his mouth. I was like, is it because he's eating people or is it just like he, nothing in his mouth is healed? I don't know what's, if that's a mask or if that's part of his face, what's underneath the mask, what's the actual shape? Mm-hmm. Like there's so much stuff that's like question marks sure. that are just creepy question marks, just the way it fits on him. Yeah. And there's, there's parts where the makeup just looks like he just has black holes for eyes and a big, horrible black mouth where there's nothing there. Well, his eyes roll back in his head as he's doing violence sometimes too. So it's like, it's like, it looks like it's like, I was like, is he like orgasming like with this Mm. joy while he's doing this? Like it's the only time he seems to find happiness is when like there's true torture happening around him. Um, One of the most terrifying clowns I've ever seen in this movie was one of the most brutal just from that, that, that dawn, that, that murder was so 
I, I can't believe how much we got to see of it. Do you know what I mean? That was like mm-hmm. these effects were truly wild. Yeah, I would agree with those. I would say that this is one of the scariest clowns I've ever seen. And and this movie really, I was, there was, I mean, I did, there was, it's, it's not perfect, but I feel like there was a lot of it was like, oh, I'm genuinely, oh, I've never seen that before. That's very interesting. Yeah. That's very creative. Oh, the effects are good. Oh, this clown is really, I really, like, I don't care much for the human characters, honestly. I like the fact that you never quite know who is going to make it and who isn't because yeah. especially like final girl wise, you're like, Oh, does Tara survive? But then like Tara seems to be the final girl, but then, okay. Cause she gets killed halfway through. And now like the sister comes in very psycho. I see what you're doing there. Uh-huh. Um, so I think you, I love that when you kind of switch up the characters halfway through uh, it really, so I don't really care for the humans very much, but I yeah. really like this, this character. And uh, this year we could be looking forward to terrifier two, which is coming out. Oh, amazing. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, fantastic. Um, uh, Let's do some gore factor. You want to head that up? You do it, my love. Okay. Um, One, not enough blood to fill a Dixie cup. Two, a puddle of blood. Three, enough blood to gross out the average viewer. Four, bathtub of blood. And five, run for the barf bag. We already told you at the beginning of the show. We're going to tell you again. It's a full mother freaking five. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of blood, a lot of guts from the very beginning of the movie till the very end. Yeah. It is like unrelenting i was honestly like where else are they going to get more blood i was like oh yeah as you said more bodies showing up more bodies turning up Mm -hmm. it's gonna happen there are more ways small cast but brutal yeah a lot of a lot of blood and i'm a a pretty seasoned gore hound and i i pride myself on not looking away like even if it's horrible i like no i'm still gonna look and so Uh there was a lot of it that especially with the dawn when i was like i don't i really don't want to look at this but i was like well here we go i want to appreciate the effects somebody created this i'm going i'm gonna look at it i could not take my eyes off it i was like oh god i could not turn away it was so effective uh so we have movie rating zero to five chainsaws one if you're desperate two barely qualifies as a horror film three seen worse seen better four not too shabby and five fantastagorical uh i gave this movie a five i think it is fantastagorical i was really surprised i had no idea how hard it was going to go and then i was like oh damn though it went harder than it needed to and i'm kind of here for it it went real hard julia <laughs> i know i know like i like i said i had to watch something else after so i could go to sleep like okay. it was like a lot it was a lot to like ponder um and just question um i gave it a 4 i think it's not shabby at all i probably should give it a 5 but i think just for some of the story of like just like i was just so annoyed with those girls yeah i just was like seriously and like vicky seems so smart but then she just it up um that drives me crazy i just don't like it when like smart girls make dumb moves i think that just kills me um in 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 life sometimes and maybe that's maybe that's me overly being overly critical but i really love this movie so Um, what uh how do you survive this this film that's what i was saying earlier i don't think you do because i think he keeps coming back to get you i think he's i think i think because he doesn't care he doesn't care. And I think that that's kind of the hard part about it is that it's it's not person specific. It's anyone. Anyone yeah. who, who wanders into the path is fine. So I think when they saw him, like it, if they had left, I don't like in the beginning, if they had left, even, you know, I'm They've not condoning. just driven dr- drunk. Yeah. yeah I, no condoning of drunk driving. But if they had just driven away, I don't think they would have died. I don't think he would have gone after them. He just would have found replacements because everybody. Oh, yeah, someone else would have walked, walked over. Yeah, I think you're right. So I, I think, think the randomness of it and the non-humanity of it is the is the scary part. 
And I think just being like smart, like stranger danger, like that guy is not the guy you probably want to fuck with. Like that's not the guy I'd probably be doing jokes with. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're like, I think um, just being, you know, smart about your surroundings and being careful, I think is really important. Not that I'm going to blame them for being murdered, but like, it's just like, mm-hmm. ugh, I don't know. Well, so hard. I, I congratulate you on facing your fears, Terry. You survived the clown round. Well done. You survived Terrifier. I know it was it was quite a film. It's a lot. I, I'm going to give it a 4.5. I'm sorry. I feel bad for giving it. Like I feel like I'm going to up my rating a little bit. Okay. I just, yeah. Because well, I keep thinking about it. It's one of those movies that like it's like I'm going to think about it for like a long time, I think. Yeah. So thank you guys for joining me on this journey. Thank you, Julia, for... <laughs> not letting me go go down this road alone um and so we can distill and you know kind of uncover our demons so to speak um, yeah i gotta yeah. think about what what movies i need to face my fears i mean yeah caves, caves i'm not into we've done the descent oh yeah those are uh, so scary spiders i don't like arachnophobia we've done uh-huh. uh, so i can go deeper into those into those wells I, you know and I, I, we'll see. Uh, so we tell us some some something with military because I know that's the thing you hate. Oh fuck yeah! Uh-huh. I, see, I'm not, no, I'm not doing that. Uh-uh. It's like if you really wanted to be like, let's scare Julia, you would just show me fucking mash. like cartoon mash, uh, Apocalypse Now, oh, uh, Full Metal Jacket. I've seen out. Full Metal Jacket. Uh, they just Saving Private Ryan, which Apocalypse I think now. If I could take Saving Private Ryan out of my brain, it's a fabulous movie. I love you, Steven so Spielberg. Good. I that opening sequence, I've never felt so horrified. Like talk about true terror. Jesus Christ. We've we've tangented off a bit to Julia Fears. That's okay. Um it's all right. Join is, us on the internet so we can talk about all of our fears. If you follow yes. us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Patreon, you can also get merch at our Teespring store, support our little podcast. We're here humbly producing content on our own mm-hmm. in the middle of like still a pandemic, I think. I don't know. Um, it's getting better. Um, we appreciate you guys for helping us and um we appreciate you guys for joining us each week. Um next week, what are we doing next week, Julia? So we have some uh, collaborations coming up with other podcasts that we're very excited about. So keep your eyes peeled for those. uh, We we are going to have so much fun talking about movies with some other folks. For some super groups. We're teaming up. Yeah. New and different. Why not? Tag team. Getting some other perspectives. I'm so excited. So we have some wonderful tag team uh, collab uh, round coming up with some wonderful, some of our favorite podcasts. Yes. um, And friends. So I'm super stoked to share those with you guys, and we cannot wait uh, for that, and uh, so much more after. Yeah. yeah, and after after that, I, I think you know we'll we'll be doing a whole bunch more. Excellent, thank you guys so much. We'll see you next week. You have a wonderful week. Bye. Don't get killed by the terrifier clown. Yeah, just like don't take selfies with the clown randomly. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. Horror Movie Survival Guide is independently produced by Terry Gamble, Julia Marchesi, and Sierra Rhine. Hey, that's me. If you would like to support the show, find us on patreon.com slash horrormoviesurvivalguide.